Working capital optimization. Those are three words you want to remember. Working capital optimization is increasingly on board's radar as they look for opportunities to enhance shareholder value. Responsibility for managing inventory and managing payables and managing receivables and managing cash is spread unevenly across many operations in your company, finance, operations, supply chain, marketing, sales, and procurement. How can you achieve working capital optimization despite all of these silos, all of these places and people trying to get it done? It is time to think holistically. The way that procure-to-pay technology is is, is evolving, the way that uh, companies are sourcing products uh, is changing, there's, there's ways to become much, much more efficient. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. It's an evolution. It's something that 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 needs to be att- paid attention to on a, on a daily uh, and weekly basis. Obviously, there are some revolutionary technologies uh, that are becoming available and which we're, which we're implementing, but we haven't actually seen with the onset, with the advent of new technologies, a drastic improvement in working capital performance over the last decades. I mean, to give you the crassest example for me is really, uh, and I mean, obviously companies have been spending a lot on technology, is DIO. If you look at all the industries and you take out the cyclical uh, let's say special oil and gas sector out, but actually DIO increased from 48.5 days uh, in mm-hmm. 2008 uh, to, well, actually a high of 54, and it went down to, well, 53 days uh, recently. So we see an increasing trend. Organizations become bigger and bigger, and there's the complexity. That, so we need technology, right? And Above that, of course, we need um, we need cultural uh, we need cross-functional collaboration and the right decision rules using information smartly within the technology and the systems that are available. Companies have to understand, you know, which levers are more effective and how to use them consistently in order to to adhere to the working capital vision and goals of the company. So it's it's a massive massive amount of of, of cash and it opens up a lot of questions and opportunities as far as what's going to happen with, with some of this. Are they going to invest it in the economy? Are they going to, are they going to use it for M&A? Are they going to use it for debt repayment or, you know, investment in R&D, share repurchase, dividends? There's a, there's a host of different things that companies could use. But one of those is, is, is around working capital. Flush with this new cash, how can they use that to generate greater returns? But the fact is, is holding on to cash also helps to generate a working capital benefit as well, and you know what we what we look if you if you think about that if, you know what we're talking about here is for every one billion dollars of of say your spend with your suppliers if you push that out or extend that by fifteen days that can result in over forty million dollars in free cash flow. Now I want you all to take a look forward into the future. Working capital will increase in importance over the next years, on the one hand driven by a rise in interest rates, and on the other hand because of the more complex, greater organizations, uh, global supply chains, and also significantly increasing customer demand. So they want more product and service uh, variety, shorter product life cycles that makes business ever more complex. Um, we definitely see 
more implementations of new technologies, artificial intelligence, um, robotics. A cross-functional uh, collaboration will continue uh, important. We need the metrics and we need the right incentives. Uh, the way we collaborate will be different um, and no doubt it will be more technology-based. I actually do believe, just adding on to the technology comment, that machine learning will finally go mainstream um, in enterprise and, and transforming business, right, with, with some out-of-the-box uh, machine learning experiences. We've seen a lot of um, large software vendors coming forward with with very unique and innovative designs for the finance space with um, with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Working capital will continue to be a top priority, um, whether it be a year from now, five years from now, or ten years from now. Um, the fact is, is that companies are constantly looking for levers to improve their income and balance sheets and. And, and working capital optimization is just one of those tools to do it. You look at um, improvements in procure-to-pay. Uh, we talked about sourcing, you know, you know, some dynamic discounting solutions and things of that nature. Um, vendor portals, again, visibility for suppliers to see when they're going to get paid versus, versus in the past where it was somewhat of a black hole. Um, it's going to be constantly, it, it's going to be a major focus. And working capital, again, is really a tool to do that. So... Technology is going to be a big piece of it. Gerhard Erzbosch, thank you so much at the Hackett Group. Denise McGuigan at Deloitte, pleasure to meet you. Andy Baxter at SAP, pleasure to meet you. Fasten your seatbelt. What in the world are you waiting for? Go out and be a game changer today, just like Gerhard, just like Denise, just like Andy. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 